Otakuology Podcast with Otaku Mike Engine Graves. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Otakuology Podcast. I am your host, Otaku Mike. With me, as always, is my heterosexual co-host, life partner, Jen. How's it going today, sir? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, that's yep. good to hear. Uh, but So today we are talking about a new show that just recently hit Netflix. We are talking about Pokemon Connoisseurs. Is that what, is that what it's called? No, I think it's Concierge. Did it say Concierge? I don't know why I was thinking it was con- Connoisseurs. Concierge. I'm, I'm a connoisseur of Pokemon. <laughs> God. Oh my god. <laughs> we're talking We're talking about Pokemon Connoisseurs, which is a four episode new Concierge. show. Concierge. What did I, what did I say? <laughs> Connoisseurs. Connoisseurs. Concierge. Sorry. You're, you're going to make it sound like we've been eating some slowpoke soup. I'm going to be eating some jiglet puffs later. Oh my god. That's too dark. Too dark. <laughs> But we are talking about this new show. It is a new claymation show. I need to find me some Jigglypuffs. <laughs> a new claymation show based in the world of Pokemon. It is a four episode. Is it show. fully claymation though? I think I think it is pretty much. Like I want to say it is claymation. It looks claymation. Do you call it claymation if they use like threads and other things things in it like that? I would say so, because that's a part of it. Okay. Yeah. That's one thing that I try to ask somebody else, and they're like, uh, I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, I, w- I would say I would say so, sure, I would say so you know. Uh, but uh, this, this is an anime that you wanted us to talk about. I did. And I, just, I, I just watched it, and I was selfish. I, I can't believe like we're talking about something that's so relevant. Like, because usually we're behind the curve when we, we, we podcast about, like, anime this and is, stuff. This is true. This <laughs> is true. We're always behind the curve, you know. Um, but this show centers around a young woman named Haru. And Haru has is pretty much down on her luck. Like, her boyfriend broke up with her. I think she lost her job. I can't remember exactly what happened. Yes. But she yes. goes to get a fresh start. At this Pokemon resort on that's on a, that's on an island, and we follow her. I'm so journey. stupid. I just what? grabbed my little my little Psyduck figure and I was holding it up and I was like, "Wait, we're a podcast. Nobody can fucking see me holding this duck." <laughs> but so Haru it goes to this Pokemon resort for where Pokemon and humans can coexist and have a vacation together, and. She basically wants a fresh start, and that's where we we begin our Pokemon journey with Haru, and uh, we start with the first episode. You want to talk about the first episode, Jin? Yes. Okay. So, starting out this one, I think I had to start out with something hilarious, because I was watching this around my kid, uh-huh. and as he's running through, I get to the part where she... Haru has made it to the island and is like, they're kind of telling her like, Hey, just enjoy like the first setup of this. 
Mm-hmm. And so my son's in there and he puts his hand up and he points and he starts yelling. He goes, look, dad, there's your favorite guy. And I was like, which one? I know who he's talking about, but he's like oh. the big yellow guy right there. That's the dragon. And I was like, <laughs> you know what his name is? He's like, no, I go, that's Dragonite. And he goes, Dragonite. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, him already being in it, I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be, this is going to be a somewhat good show. Yeah, most definitely. You you see your favorite Pokemon in it, it's got to be a good show, okay? I mean, yeah, I mean, it has to be a good show, right? Um, But, so Haru gets here, and I can't remember the manager lady's name. Oh, I don't remember what their names are. I remember she's Haru. Like, she's in it, like, the first episode, and I think, like, a little bit in the beginning of the second episode. But after that, yeah. we don't see her again. Um, I, I, but I'm she, gonna, she I'm tells her the layout. Uh-huh. I feel I feel like anybody other than like Haru is not really as much important. Uh that's what I was trying to tell my show? brother when I talked to him earlier. I said besides the main characters there's only two other relevant characters that show yeah. up repeatedly. And he was like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Well, there are other people that work there." Yeah, they they're very much like supporting characters but they like only support when the story when or when haru needs it basically like right to, right to for information or, or to progress the story See, and that was one of the other weird things it's like they said like you would have a job and haru didn't necessarily have a job through any of this was it was her job to help pokemon relax and find their way on the island Kind of, yeah, but she, I figured she would kind of do stuff like the other two people. Uh-huh. And she didn't really seem like she did anything like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I... But besides <laughs> Haru, I couldn't remember these other two characters' names, so let me tell you the, the names I came up with them. Okay. Okay. So so the, the guy that was like the recreation teacher and... uh. Uh, and the chef. Yeah, he did like yoga and stuff. This monkey yeah. guys, and and he cooked. Yeah, so he was buff shaggy. Buff, buff, buff shaggy. <laughs> yeah, and then the other one, the uh, the other girl that had the mud kip. Yeah. So I couldn't remember the other girl's name. I think mm-hmm. it's Connie, but I was calling her uh, the girl from Big Mouth. Uh, I've never seen Big Mouth. Well, so there's a, a little girl in it that like is completely like innocent, uh-huh. and then you find out she's not, and you're like, and she looks like the adult version of her. Okay. And so that was the other one that was for that, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you know. She, Haru gets kind of like the first day. It's like, sit here, enjoy, you know, kind of figure out how everything works here. She meets everybody, but there's not really a lot of stuff that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, we do get to meet some of the Pokemon that are going to be there. We do get to see part of the Pokemon that are going to be there. And we kind of learn like the mission statement of what Pokemon Concierge is about, mm-hmm. which is basically a resort for people to come and visit or 
for Pokemon to come and visit wild or tamed. Oh, I didn't know they were wild or tamed. Yes. Some of the Pokemon were wild. Like, uh, the only one that we actually hear that is owned by somebody that the person's actually there with them is the, the other girl concierge that has the mudkip. Oh, okay. But they met there. Okay. Um, the other guy, I don't think Panpour, Pansage, and Panseer are actually his guys. Okay. Um, which, what generation do those Pokemon come from? Oh, like generation five. Okay. Cause I was like, I don't know what those Pokemon are. They, they come in, uh, what is it? They come in and it was really weird how it starts off because the people that own them are three brothers, like the Eevee brothers, but it's these oh. three brothers and they're all chefs and each one of them have one of these monkeys. Okay. Okay. And so the green haired brother, the pan sage one ends up leaving and the other two brothers stay and watch the gym. Okay. Because um, we were we were watching this, me and uh, Tiffany were watching this, and yeah. she was she was like, "Who are these guys? Who are these guys? Who are these?" And like, I couldn't tell her who the newer generation Pokemon were. Yeah, because I was like, I don't even know who these Pokemon are. Like, I could I could name a good chunk of them, but when it came down to like other things i'm like i don't know how to like describe like like i knew like you know generation one and generation two fairly ish well uh but i was like when i was watching this i was like i don't know who some of these people are i can't help you with those questions oh that's funny yeah 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 no i mean i could i could name off of uh a good chunk of all of them um because we didn't have like really any weird ones like the no. ice cream cone guys or anything like that. No, they they I think they played it fairly safe. I think they did too. With their Pokemon choices, but I wonder if it comes down to like how they are able to move them around in like the claymation animation uh like Yeah, you know? that's a good that's a good actually observation because i didn't even think about that yeah because it really seemed like to me that the only ones that were kind of out of place because we had a lot of guys that were generation one two and three Mm -hmm. and then it seemed like the the pan monkeys were the only ones that were from another generation that we didn't really see everything of yeah yeah because we you know you see you see diglett and you see pidgeot and you see golem or uh graveler and the magic carp and Gyarados and things like that, but Pikachu, Pikachu, yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't see like a bunch of other things. I mean, Mudkip, you know, Bulbasaur. But other than that, oh, and we saw Snorlax at one point. Other yeah. than those guys, though, like really, Generation One, Two, and Three were the most I feel like we saw. Yeah, because like when when I when I was watching it, I think Wobbuffet maybe even shows up at one point. Um, Probably, but when I was watching the Pokemon uh, Concierge, um, I was like, "Man, they keep reusing like the same Pokemon." Yes, I, I, I wonder if it like which made me think, you know, oh, 
did they pick these particular Pokemon because of how the claymation animation works? You know, is it easiest to do, you know, uh, or are these Pokemon that they wanted to animate particularly, you know, as I feel a studio? like that's probably what I would put money on is it was ones that they probably enjoyed because I f- and they I f- added some others. Because I feel like we get Psyduck in here, who is essentially the second main character in the Pokemon, the new Pokemon show, which yes. is very surprising when we get Psyduck in here. So, so adding that in here, uh-huh. I have to tell you another name for Haru. Okay. So whenever Psyduck came in and what Haru's hair looks like and all this other stuff, I ended up calling her Ripoff Misty. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, in many ways, a lot of things of of how her character just seemed like she was supposed to be, and then getting Psyduck, I was like, Ripoff Misty. That's exactly what what they did, you know? Uh, I guess I I can kind of see that in a way, but Haru didn't hate Psyduck. Misty like hated Psyduck. She was just upset with him because you know when he got taken at one point, she was like, "No, Psyduck." But you want to know what's um one thing when I when I was like doing a little bit of research for this show, I wanted yeah. to know who like the voice cast were, and the voice yeah. cast is like other than the Pokemon, it's like four or five people, and so the voice of Haru. Oh, for sure. The the voice of Haru. Is I don't know. Have you ever watched The Boys? Yes. So the voice of Haru is the actress who plays the female in The Boys. The. She's the one. She's the mute girl who doesn't talk. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. She's the one who like joins the boys in their in their like their little group that they have. She's like the only female member of that group and she likes mutant she has like superpowers and stuff so when i when i found that out i was like oh damn so in my head i was like you've fallen so far so and though in my head i was like like i started like warping around this headcanon where like because in in the uh boys she the female ends up like i think her name's like yuriko or something i don't remember what her name is but they call her like the female uh, in that show, she like starts like daydreaming and hallucinating a little bit. And I was like, "Huh, I wonder if is is the Pokemon kind of uh, uh is the Pokemon show is that just an uh, like a hallucination in her head?" Oh my god! <laughs> so I started to go down this weird like deep dive like rabbit hole in my brain. I was like, "Oh, oh, good god." Yeah, so like I couldn't unsee it in my head, and like I was like, "Oh, Haru! Like, you know, when are you gonna rip that Pikachu's face off? <laughs> Come on!" Oh no! Yeah, don't rip off the face. But yeah, like you said, Haru goes to work at this place, and is, is that the only relevant voice actor? Uh, as far as as far as I can tell, yeah. Okay. She was like the biggest one I can tell. I don't. The other ones were like regular voice actors, kind of. Yeah. Um, but like you said, as Haru goes to work 
at this 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 uh, resort. You know, she has to find her way through the resort because they tell her, you know, make the Pokemon feel the way like you feel. You know, happy. You know, uh, yeah. Having, after her having, first day, yeah. After her first day, you know. So we get into the different particular episodes where, like, she ends up meeting Psyduck, and then Psyduck actually uh, works with Haru, which is a whole fun little thing to see Psyduck working with her. It's 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 really funny. But one of my one of my favorite episodes is. It's with her and Psyduck, and they meet the magic carp who can't like, yes. swim well. So they put like a oh flotation God, device right? around him. And <laughs> I, <laughs> so they... this is this, well, it's funny you say that because this is one of my favorite ones too. Okay, okay. And so they, they put the he has a flotation device around him, and they're like, I think they're like feeding the magic carp at one point, and the flotation device ends up like. I think Psyduck, does Psyduck take it off of him? I can't remember exactly. No, I think it, he like bounces the wrong way and it comes he, off. He comes off and they have to go track down this particular... Um, well, they like, have to save him first because he yeah, can't swim. They have to save him first because he can't swim. And, and they go track this flotation device down and he ends up getting popped by Snorlax because he accidentally lays on it. And I, while I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, oh, finally Snorlax shows up. My favorite Pokemon. And <laughs> Tiffany turns to me and she's like, hey, isn't that Snorlax? And I was like, yeah, it's Snorlax. <laughs> and, and she was like, I didn't realize he was so big. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, he's, he's pretty big, you know. Uh, but I, I love it, like... They go through all this stuff to get the to get the flotation device back. They don't get it back, and like uh, because of like I guess the power of friendship, uh, the magic carp ends up evolving into a Gyarados, and that's kind of where like that episode ends and stuff. You know, it, it, it's yeah. a real, but it was great. It was it was great. It really was, and I was yeah. like. Man, I real I started to really get into the the concept of this show in a yeah. way like because like the first episode didn't really knock me out of the park. I was just so so on the first episode. After the first episode, when they introduced Psyduck and stuff, I really got more into it. Yeah, because I feel like. Psyduck is a really good, uh, I don't, he's not, not a foil, but like a good companion for Haru in, yes. in, a, in a way, you know, because Psyduck at one point like starts stalking Haru. We don't really know why Psyduck is stalking Haru, but he is, you know. Right. He's just drawn to her for whatever reason. <laughs> whatever reason, you know, and uh, yeah, there's like a whole bunch of different things, you know, that yeah. happen. See, and and honestly, I feel like I didn't even need like the full length episodes of all these. I would have almost liked like some of the other Pokemon stuff that's done on YouTube uh-huh. where, you know, they're not even like 20 minutes long. It's like five minute increments because yeah. 
like we could have like focused on part of the other Pokemon and just mm-hmm. got their little stories. And I think that was one of the things that I really enjoyed was the little stories from some of the other Pokemon that were there. Mm-hmm. Like um, how we uh, got the whole thing, which is how I knew part of the stuff that I said earlier of um, of that some people just sent their Pokemon there and didn't actually go there with their Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. Because we have the whole thing where uh, Graveler, his trainer's coming to pick him up. And it, and so it's almost like a daycare center at that point. Yeah. And they talk about it, and Graveler's like moping because he doesn't technically want to leave, but he doesn't want to not be with his trainer, it seems like. Mm-hmm. so it's kind of like you know what What do you do with that and they gotta like you know talk him literally off of a cliff and do all that other stuff and just kind of figure it out um but like the other two characters even though they're not very the human characters even though they're not very like into the story very much i do feel like they like they make lasting impressions on you of stuff um are you talking about like the other like three the human characters like the yeah. other two oh, the, the other manager i don't i don't think we can count her because we don't see her anymore after episode one really the ones that work there yeah um i because think... they're usually the the pivotal people that kind of carry more of the situation that set up what how we know what the problems are yeah and they kind you of know, like Haru on the yeah. along the way and stuff like that you know yeah like like you said about the magic carp we knew from buff shaggy of about the magic carp you know what i'm saying yeah yeah he told us that uh mm-hmm. and then of course we have the other girl and how she does different stuff and um like when they were drawing the pokemon on the the tent or whatever and the pidgeot flies through um in in through part of it and rips the whole side of the thing yeah um you know we have stuff like that which that's one of my other favorite parts too i think because we have haru who asks if she can help paint and she's painting this thing on the side (laughs) and we're looking at it and it's like oh that's a a really screwed up pikachu and the other girl looks at and goes i like your side duck oh yeah that's 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 true and you're just like (laughs) like come on you're like, that does kind of look like it's in the middle between a Psyduck and a Pikachu. And a Pikachu, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, Haru goes about, like, solving different problems. Like, you know, trying to, like, get rid of Psyduck's headache and stuff like that. And, like, help Psyduck, like, control its powers, you know. She's she's very much... I, I don't want to say, like, the Pokemon Whisperer or Pokemon Problem Solver. In a way, but that's what it's, it really... It's because of the candy. It's because of the candy? Yeah, it's because of that, her Pokemon candy. But that's what it, like, really seems like, you know? And I really yeah. feel like... The, the show... The show plays it safe, but also kind of takes risks. Because, one... It, this is a very, I very... I agree. It's a very different setting. And there's no battling at all. It's just, like like a slice of life pokemon show it is yes yes i for sure agree with that and like she she goes around trying to solve these problems like the magic carp and then the one 
that kind of really got me as well is the 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 quiet Pikachu episode, which is the very last episode yeah. of of the um of the show where like this little boy shows up with his Pikachu and they have like a Pikachu like fan club meet and greet type of thing where everybody has a Pikachu. Yeah. And little boy is like worried that his Pikachu is so scared of everything and he's always the Pikachu's always quiet. He's like, Pika, Pika, you know? Uh yeah. and like Haru like takes it upon herself to help Pikachu find its voice and become louder. Which, you know, she like like tries it like all these different things, like trying to get it to go zip lining, but the Pikachu's afraid of heights. You know, taking yeah. it, you know, to the cliff. I think it's the same part where they take it to the cliff and like they're like, ah, oh, like yelling across the canyon, you know? Yeah. Very little fun little touches. And like it, it always, it also like bring, she ends up bringing the Pikachu and the her, his trainer, the Pikachu's trainer, like closer together in a sense, you know, yeah. very much understanding. Cause he's a young, he's a young child, probably about like, like eight, nine, maybe, you know? And his yeah. parents let him travel to uh, an island by himself. You know, always, always a good sign. You know, <clears throat> great parenting. Great parenting in the Pokemon universe. <laughs> well, and I mean, I guess it really is good parenting because I mean, how many ten-year-olds start their journey? <laughs> 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 so I mean, nine, nine. You know, it doesn't seem like it's out out there that far out of control whenever it's I, like I guess, oh yeah. yeah most most kids start their journey at 10 <laughs> um no i i completely agree with you i do think that it takes some risk that do pay off and you do get kind of the other side of like all of the pokemon world and everything because like we have at the beginning of one episode where uh a hip-hop evolves yeah and of course we have the one with the the magic carp and other stuff like that and it really seems like part of the evolution is just from like rest and relaxation so getting some r&r you know and it's not all about battling and so while this one is very pokemon-esque it does pull away from a lot of the regular things we're used to seeing with Pokemon. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of, do you remember like those shorts that you would get like at the beginning of like the Pokemon movies where it'd be like Pikachu and friends, you know, Pikachu and like yeah. the rest Pikachu's of Ash's Pokemon. Pikachu's Grand Adventure. Pikachu's Grand, yeah, it, it reminded me kind of a little bit like that. Yeah, or the like, Christmas yeah. specials, yeah. Or the, yeah, the Christmas specials, you know, but... It was really interesting. I do, as much as I like, I like this. I wonder about like what it would be like if like they extracted all the human characters out and just had the Pokemon. Oh, like you know? not even having like Haru or anything. Yeah, not even having Haru in this. Like, well, oh, I don't like? know. I don't know because I feel like you I feel like Haru like... is like the driving force in this anime. I feel like the three characters that we got are the driving force mm-hmm. just because we don't know how to speak Pokemon. True. True. And, but I, and imagine if we like, were gonna 
And I think it would be possible the way you're saying it mm-hmm. would if the episodes were shorter, because then it would be kind of like the the you know before the movie like the Pikachu and Friends yeah. episodes and stuff. Um, but like doing that for twenty minutes, I do not think it would work. You out. know, maybe like ten minutes. Yeah, no, maybe less than that because I, I don't know if we'd want Pika Pika sigh Pika Pika Mudkip. <laughs> You know, like, you know, that was that was just a thought that I had, like, when I was watching this show. Yeah, like I was like, huh, I wonder because, like, I I really want to know like what the creative process was for this and like how long, like, it really took for them to make the the claymation because like the Pokemon in this like looked really good. I think everything in this looked really good. Well, I, at I times. Can... At times, I feel like Haru had a really long neck. See, where I think the show kind of falters is, like, in the humans' designs. Like, I didn't okay. really care for any of the human designs, but, like, everything else, like, the backgrounds, the environments, the Pokemon, like, I really liked yeah. in in this, you know. Yeah. Well, and so the other funny thing is, like, the subtleness. And I think... I think the best part about really how to describe any of this uh-huh. and like the feel that you'll kind of get um, is this question that my brother asked me earlier about it. Cause we, I told him that we were going to cover this Yeah, and uh, he goes, does it have an opening song? And I said, yeah, let me do it for you. And I go, do, 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 do. And then I said, and then I go, Pokemon, concierge. I said, that's basically the opening. You know, like, you get a little, little, like, drop tune, and then you get where they have the whole thing. I mean, it's just like the GameCube opening or the Nintendo opening. Like, it's just a really short, sweet, like, five-second jingle. Which which is Maybe not even that long. Which is funny because... Which is funny because, like, when you get to the end of the episode, you have, like, the whole, like, outro sequence with where it has, like, you know, the credits and stuff. Then you would get, like, a little thing at the end, like, a little stinger of, like, a Pokemon doing something or whatever, you know? I don't even think I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you wait, so if you wait, you you wait through the, the credits for the ending, and then, like, it'll be like, oh, a Bellsprout, like, put on a pair of glasses and starts dancing, you know? In front of a mirror, type of thing. Like yeah, it's I'll just have like to go the, back. I have to yeah, go back and look at that. The, the little subtle details they I have. Think, I think my Netflix was like, "Oh, credits skip." <laughs> you know, like okay. it automatically just skipped it for me. Yeah, I mean, I only saw the one, and it was the one at the end with the bell sprout. Because yeah. I was like, I, when I was watching this, and I was like, "Huh, why is there so much time left?" Because like, right, it would, it would end like right. It would end up like like nineteen minutes or whatever, and I was like, "Huh." It's so like I scrolled through like the like the little music, and I got I was like, "Oh, there's a little thing at the end, like a little stinger at the end," you know? Yeah. But yeah, like I feel like this is kind of like the perfect length, even though I, I kind of want more episodes. Like I would like to see this kind of continue into like a season two, but I I right. do truly feel like that four episodes was the perfect um amount of episodes see and i feel like 
I feel like, too, I would have liked at least some more episodes. Uh, maybe, like, six episodes or something. Or for us to get, like, another season two. I, season yeah, like, I, I would love to have fast. a season two. I would love to have um, a season two where we possibly get more Pokemon, you know? Right, yes. But and I they think, gotta bring, I think they gotta be, bring Psyduck back. I think it would be fun if they did that and they maybe included a few more people because maybe um while i do feel like that i feel like the like i said the people are kind of what added to some of the problems that let you know like why certain pokemon the way that they were yeah no no i do i do agree with that aspect um but i personally feel like it was a perfect amount of episodes like i didn't have i didn't feel like when i was binging it i didn't feel like I was rushing through it. I was like, I mean, I, I watched it in like the span of like, what was like an hour, less than an hour, maybe I think, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a fun watch. Like I, I, I did really enjoy it. I liked the fact that we can tell these other stories in the Pokemon universe that aren't the same old, pokemon stories same old same old yeah the same old same old yeah i mean i i feel like it almost kind of in that way as well would have been like if we would have went on an adventure with brock maybe yeah i could do that not as a pokemon trainer but as brock the nutritionist that is making pokemon food and is looking after pokemon's well-being like you know Things like that. Like, I felt like that's probably the closest thing we would have gotten. Yeah. Um, with this, that that's what it was, you know. It was yeah. basically like Ooh. a Brock without his Pokemon kind of journey that we would have gotten mm-hmm. with all this stuff. Which which makes me, if we do get a season two, because I know this is kind of somewhat popular. Yeah. I, w- I would love for a season two. Um but it made it really made me question because this was so far out of the norm. It made me question: What universe is this a part of? Is it a part of the anime universe? Is it a part of the video game universe? Like, what universe are we really working in? Yeah, or is you it know, a, its own universe? Or is it its own universe? It's an alternate yeah. universe, right? You know. Because, like, there are subtle differences. Like, you know, we never see... <laughs> it's it's the Detective Pikachu universe. The, the Detective Pikachu verse. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, you know, we never see anybody with, like, a pokey device. I think they had cell phones at one point in this in this show. You know, so, like, they have, like, technology and stuff that seemed more, like, to, like, our world. Almost, right. you right. know? Uh, so, it, it was interesting to see that. And... Like, I don't really have any negatives about this other than, like, I didn't really connect with the first episode. I also fell asleep watching the first episode because it was so calming. See, (laughs) and I also feel that way as well. The show was very calming. It was. And it almost seems like if they did make more that I feel like they could use this to help people go to sleep true true yeah um just because like it's familiar 
you know, like the music that's with it, the the stuff, like everything is very like easy on the ears, easy on the eyes. Um, you know, there's not a lot of stuff that you have to worry about watching. That's true. You don't really have to keep up with the complicated story right at all, you know. Right. I agree. And every episode is kind of like in and of itself, like wrapped up with a bow, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, besides the first one, like obviously you'd have to have the first one and know why she's there. And but then I feel like after that, after you've watched through this once, I feel like you could split up all the episodes however you wanted to, like you know, and and just sit back and like either put it on the background or something like that. And really just use it as like your your mood music, you know? Yeah. I, I I definitely feel that way as well. You know, you could do that, put it put it on his background, more noise. Uh, and I also feel like this is a show for Pokemon fans, but it's also a show for like possibly just anybody in a sense. Yeah. Like See, and I'm gonna say that too. I'm going to agree with you on it's for Pokemon fans, but I also feel it's like those Pokemon fans that don't necessarily, they love Pokemon, but they don't care for the games. Yeah. You know, they're not in the nitty gritty of Pokemon because it's like a casual Pokemon show. Yeah. I felt like as cute as this was, it would be like somebody grabbing their Pokemon plushies and sitting down, like hugging them and watching this and being like, oh my god, I love this, you know, like... Yeah. And not really focused on, like, how we imagine, like, young boys that, uh, you know, are playing the video game. We're like, ha-ha, you know, like, turn their hat around, throw their Pokeballs, and, like, it, all this social stuff. I don't think that's, like, it, what this is. It's kind of like, I've, it's kind of like, you know, you say that, you know. It's kind of like, um, do you remember, like, the Lego movie? When, like, yes. we find out that like, it's a little boy playing with Legos. I feel yeah. like, 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 go with me on this. It's actually probably, like, a little girl playing with, like, Pokemon figures. Oh, my God. Like. Playing with my dolls. Yeah, playing with my dolls type of thing, you know? Like, that's what yeah. it kind of kind of seemed like almost, you know? like Or, like, her mom sewing all the characters together. And, like, making the little dolls for them. And then she's, like bringing them to this like fictional pokemon world playing with their little pokemon like yeah. figures you know I, I don't know but that's interesting to think about like the possible theories of that would be really interesting yeah. because like it's just so far outside of the normal pokemon world i agree yeah and i think that that's where it also works as well is you know there's no you don't really need any prior knowledge at all. You don't need to watch any other other I'll shows. Be, obviously not, because uh, somebody asking you all the Pokemon. Okay, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> and you okay, like I I don't know who some of those guys are. I I personally feel that you can take somebody like my girlfriend, who yeah. doesn't really know Pokemon and only knows Pokemon through like the kids at her her job that she works at because they play pokemon and then me who has like some of the pokemon manga around and you know 
uh, kind of references Pokemon. Has you know? played Pokemon games Has before. Played Pokemon games before, you know. You know, and like buys like, bottles. But like we don't like in our normal conversations. Like we don't. I never really bring up Pokemon, and yet she was able to sit down, watch this with me, and enjoy it just as much as I enjoyed it. Somebody. So, so you a- saying that makes me think of something I did. What I had. One of my exes basically sit down because they'd never seen Pokemon, uh-huh. and we watched through all of the Indigo League, uh-huh. and then I made them a fifty question <laughs> quiz. Oh, jeez! So that they could go through it, they had to answer questions, and the worst part was, is it was fifty questions, and I think that they got like sixteen right. And I'm like, are you really paying attention? Oh, God. See, I don't think I would ever do that. That's kind of fucking hardcore. (laughs) But it was easy. So easy. Like, I think the most complicated question was, like, what does one of, what does this Pokemon do? And, like, I included pictures. Like, I worked hard on this shit, okay? (laughs) And I was, like, and I, I even did, like, the really, like, cheap questions where it's, like, which one of these Pokemon is brown? And then, like, you had to pick which Pokemon it was. So when we when you first told me about this show, yeah, like I for some reason like I hadn't really seen like a trailer for it. I watched I, I, I had seen like a picture here or there. And for some reason I associated it with the do you remember the Pokemon Cafe game? That Maybe? was on the Switch? No. So yeah, it was there's this Pokemon Cafe game. It's free on the Switch, uh, and and I, that's what I thought it was gonna be. I didn't expect it to be. Hey, let's go to a resort and relax and like have a Pokemon like vacation, basically. Its and, own standalone thing. Yeah, it's its own standalone thing. Yeah, Pokemon standalone complex. No, it's not Pokemon Standalone Complex. <laughs> I, I don't remember what exactly it is. I just remember my uh, Allison, my daughter, played it a lot. Yeah. On the Switch. So that's what I so, thought it was going to be. Well, here, here's our final closing question. What would you rate this? Oh, God. Um I would give it a four, uh, like a, a a strong four. Okay. Like I, I would I say, re- I really, I would enjoyed... say, Gen Gen Two is throwing up some bangers recently uh-huh. with our Batman one that we covered. Uh huh. And this one, because I too would give this one a four. Like I really enjoyed it. I thought the animation was like spot on, and they did a really good job, like incorporating like the Pokemon style. Yeah, into the 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 animation and the quality of animation was really good. You know, they took something in a two D aspect, put it in a three D, uh, like like three D animation aspect, three D animation frame. You know, because you know yeah. the it's not two D anymore; it's three D. They took that and they did stuff. I hate to say it, they did stuff that like was way better animated even than like the actual like detective pikachu movie 
which used three D animation. I feel like, even yeah. though like, like well, and I but, think it's just because they changed the medium that it was done. Yeah, through. true. Like, like I, I thought it was really, really well done, and I think people should definitely check this out. It's something like, it's definitely. The tr- I feel like the true meaning of slice of life because we take this this person's slice of life from when she breaks up with said boyfriend to like the ending with like the her journey like you know at the end you know it's literally a chunk of her life right and I just thought it was very well done <laughs> and. I do feel like I would like to see what if the ex-boyfriend comes back to the island. Oh my like, god! Comes to the island, and like he brings like a Pokemon or something. Like, are we gonna get like more like drama-related Pokemon uh, concierge type of thing? See, this is true. I agree. You know, but yeah, yeah no, no, I, I, I give it a strong four. Um, it like I would say only a four because it didn't click with me at first with that first episode uh it was just the first episode is just kind of okay for me yeah but it does pick up after that in a in a very strong way like it ends right. very very strong i uh, i'm going to just go with the 4 because i i feel like it needs something but i can't uh-huh. quite put my finger on what it needs more episodes maybe more episodes (laughs) more episodes you know you never know but uh man so you're falling behind because i'm throwing up some bangers tokyo godfathers merry little batman pokemon concierge so i guess you're gonna have to pick our next one okay i'll have to pick our next one okay okay i i think i know what i want to cover next time oh my god but you got to go pull it out of your collection. Out of my collection? Yeah. I want to talk about Volume 1 of Gundam The Origins. That's going to be a lot of reading. Okay. <laughs> I can do it. Yeah. So. Because I but... haven't even started it yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so we might have to do this like, got to read them all. I don't know about that. Gonna gun him the. You know I say that, but now I'm 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 instantly regretting my choice because I'm like, oh shit! Now I got to go read this massive book. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I well, I feel like from your point of view, it's like you're gonna say this where you're gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna enjoy this, and then I fire back. I'm like, yeah, let's cover it all, and you're like, oh shit! I overstepped my bounds on this. We're going to be reading all of it and covering all of it just because of Jin being like, yeah, gung, let's go gung-ho. Woo-hoo. I mean, that book that book is pretty massive. <laughs> oh, it is. I feel like you could use it as uh, an object of murder if somebody broke into your house. That's definitely true. That's definitely true because it's like just the first volume. Like, damn, this book's heavy. And there's oh, like, shit. what, like 10 more volumes? I think there's 14 altogether. 14 volumes? Okay, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But. But yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah, definitely recommend this show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and we'll guy, we'll see you guys on the next podcast. Don't forget right. to rate and review the podcast. Share the podcast with your friends. Leave us some feedback on Spotify. And we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Right. See you next Tuesday.